I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope and I pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. So if you had to make a guess at it, How much time do you spend taking care of your body? Like if you set a timer, imagine you set a timer on how long you brush your teeth. Two minutes, you know, minute and a half, three minutes, if you're really into that careful dental care. How many minutes do you take a shower or a bath? How about choosing healthy foods and drinking enough water? You know, what if you kept a journal of time for caring for your physical body? And these incremental behaviors, they're tiny, but they add up, right? They add up to the quality of life you experience with your physical health. And also another question, how much time do you spend thinking about your body. Now, there is a difference because a lot of the behaviors that I just described are what would be called subconscious or even mindless behaviors. You know how when you're driving your car, riding your bike, you don't really have to think about it. Part of your routine, you just do it. But how much time do you think you spend thinking, mindful, present about your body? Now, if you live here in the West or really any country where there's access to an abundance of cheap processed foods, uh, how much time do you spend thinking about your body, your weight, compared to the time that you spend in a day thinking about the condition of your soul and your spirit? This is one of the most important and loving personal questions, self-care questions you can ask in this life. Now, the most important question is, what do you think about God? What's your opinion of God? Because what you believe about God determines everything else. So the second most important and loving personal question you can ask in life is, how is your spirit and your soul today? And this is a question that has been asked through the ages. I mean, there are Psalms thousands of years old where people are asking this question. And on the surface, it seems like it's a big one, you know, maybe one of the biggest questions in life. But the answer is actually made up of tiny solutions. There's the good news there. This is the breakthrough right here. The answer to this question is actually made up of tiny solutions, like every successful strategy in human life. Now, my colleagues and I in the behavior design community have long known and taught how one sit-up is better than none. And I'm known for teaching things like, if you want to beat a sugar addiction like I had, keep it tiny. And remember that one less grain of sugar means success and is worthy of celebration every single time. There was a study that was completed in 2020, uh, last summer, by Transitional Sports Medicine to test a theory about how physical exercise improves mental health and cognitive function. And one of the most interesting findings of this particular study revealed and confirmed many other studies that for most of the subjects, just two minutes, two tiny minutes of high intensity movement, think uh, two minutes of jumping jacks or speed running or jumping up and down, (laughs) had an acute and positive effect on learning and memory. In other words, focus exercise, no matter how tiny, movement, that movement means higher brain power. And I really like these findings because they're reminders of the fact that God is a systems guy and everything we do according to our design as humans aligns us with his higher power, his higher purpose. So how would you respond? And remember, think Tiny, tiny. You're listening because you are a person of faith. 
And I have no doubt about that because I don't believe we can do any good on our own, anything that's truly good on our own. And soul care is a very good decision. And even curiosity counts here. As Jesus said, faith as small as a mustard seed and mustard seeds are tiny. So this is always a time where we can take a moment for learning and growing together and success. I mean, there's no shame, blame, or condemnation. It's just you and me here. So at first guess, how does your concern for the condition of your body measure up with concern for the condition of your soul? If you're not quite sure, that's okay too. You're taking notice and that's the first step in love, right? If you could have a conversation with your spirit like David, the King David does in the biblical book called Psalms. Maybe you've heard of him. He's mostly famous for his mistakes, but he is super duper famous for his Psalms of praise and how he's the only guy in the Bible described as a man after God's own heart. He's proof that God's not looking for perfection. He's always looking for faith. So David would often ask questions of his soul if you read through the Psalms. So if you ask your spirit, how are you? It might respond like Eeyore, thanks for noticing me. (laughs) One of my favorite tiny habits is to keep a list of spiritual checkup questions that are best for my soul journey. And I'm sharing these with you, some of these today, because I hope some might stand out, maybe catch you by the heart there and the soul and the spirit, and maybe make good journal prompts so you can create your own questions for what I call the tiny spiritual checkup. Some of my questions are, Am I taking the time I need, I mean, not that I want, the time I need to read the Bible, to focus on God's Word? And what am I thankful for right now? That's a really good, tiny, powerful question. What's good? What's worthy of praise? Have I asked God to fill me to overflowing with His Holy Spirit? Did I remember to ask today? Am I living out His love creatively in a way that only I can? And what areas of my heart and life am I trying to keep from God, to keep Him from touching because they hurt and I'm afraid? For example, personally, I've been working on forgiveness a lot in 2021, and I'm making a little progress, tiny little progress that I celebrate every time. But there are times when I know I take these timeouts, these tiny two-minute meditations only, and God will tell me that I'm holding back something because it's hard work involved in the process of forgiveness. So, you know, what about you? Um, More of my favorite questions to ask myself is, am I seeing evidence of the love of God influencing my decisions and my behaviors, no matter how tiny? Am I living a life of the fruit of God's Spirit, the evidence of God's Spirit, as the Scripture says? Is there love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control that's overflowing in specific, tiny ways to my friends and my colleagues and my family? And uh, do I have good boundaries in place, loving but limiting toxic energy draining people in my life? So I want to, I've shared some of my favorites there, but think about it in terms of you building a strategy for a tiny spiritual checkup. There are some uh, ministry leaders and um, organizations and outreaches that especially, I think my favorite one is with the C.S. Lewis Institute, take a spiritual checkup annually. But I encourage, keep it tiny, do a tiny spiritual checkup regularly, even if you just do one question a morning or 
just take one tiny question for the whole month. And then you get to measure your incremental growth in that area. You know, it's never about rushing through, go big or go home, keep it tiny. So what about you? Are you taking the time that you need for prayer? How about reading the Bible, meditating on the scriptures, focusing on God's word? And what are you thankful for right now? What's good? What's worthy of praise? Have you asked God to fill you to overflowing with his Holy Spirit? Are you living out his love creatively in the way that only you can? What areas of your heart and life are you maybe trying to keep from God because of pain or fear? I I do hope and pray every time I record one of these podcasts or I have the opportunity to speak to a group that we will just reframe our mindset concerning our emotions because our emotions do create our habits. And God has given us an amazing gift in our emotions and our minds. We have wonderfully powerful minds. And if we can learn to think tiny, teeny tiny, and recognize that even the feeling of pain and sadness is a prompt to take good, loving, and kind action that can overflow in your life instead of creating harm but brings more healing, that prompt is something that's good to thank God for. So what, what are you thanking God for no matter how tiny right now? That can breathe some new life into the moment. And also, are you living the kind of life that God has called, that God wants for every human being, I should say, a life overflowing with the evidence of his love and presence, his joy, his peace, his patience, his kindness, his goodness, his faithfulness, his gentleness. And as my friend Michelle, my sister in faith, she says, the broccoli of the evidence of God's spirit in your life, self-control. I happen to love broccoli, but I always smile when she says that. You know, are you overflowing in these tiny specific ways that are showing the love of God to friends and family and colleagues? And do you have good boundaries in place? Do you have loving but limiting boundaries in place to keep toxic energy draining people from influencing your life in a negative way, discouraging you, bringing you down? People who don't believe in your dreams always have something negative to say. How are your boundaries? Are you managing your time in a way that reflects God's love for you and his will for your life and mine? It's such a simple will, too. It's such a simple purpose. The purpose of human life, to live and love like Jesus, help others to know what God is actually like, loving in a way that does no harm. What tiny specific change can you make to realign if you realize in these tiny moments of meditation and focus that you are out of alignment with this most human call from God? Because there are a few things as discouraging and exhausting and sad as living a life feeling unloved and not knowing how to receive and share love in life. And that's why the tiny spiritual checkup is so important. Take notice of the condition of your soul. And that is an act of self-love and self-care that leads to real love in life. So even if you just grab one question to consider for a whole month, or maybe you just pick one question for six months at a time, you, you make up the rules and your strategy for soul care and your healing journey. Take tiny steps toward making that your newest lifestyle habit to live out of the overflow of a heart of love. And I pray that you will take care to ensure that it is well with your soul. 
Well, thank you so much for keeping me company again for a little while today. For more encouraging resources, including show notes, favorite quotes, and free downloads. Also, I'm uploading my playlist this week. There's been some requests for my playlist, and I want to make sure to share some of the music that's most encouraging. I don't know what I would do without my playlist. I mean, that is one of my favorite tiny habits to keep that playlist going and flowing. There's also live chat links there and more. You are never alone. Just click on those links for prayer and encouragement. Stop by juniefelix.com. And also, you can pre-order my newest project with my publisher, NavPress. It's called You Are Worth the Work, moving forward from trauma to faith.